episode 18 of the Project Me podcast. Hi, I'm Kelly Pietrangeli, the creator of MyProjectMe.com. This podcast is designed to be an entertaining, lighthearted, inspirational, personal growth journey. Each episode goes in a mostly chronological order as I piece together the books, modalities, people, and experiences that have fallen onto my life path exactly when I needed them, and how often I resisted the very things I needed the most or didn't see the gifts contained in the challenges until later. By sharing my stories, I hope to inspire you to reflect on your life path. What are the seeming coincidences that have led you to where you are today? What are the hidden gifts within your challenges? And what magic is out there waiting for you as you let go of resistance and follow your own breadcrumb trail? At the end of each short episode, there's an opportunity for you to reflect on how my story relates to your own life. You'll also find a PDF of journal prompts in the show notes or in the podcast section at myprojectme.com. Hi guys, welcome back or a big warm welcome if you're new to the show. Up until now, I have only ever recorded solo episodes, sharing a story each week about a different challenge I've faced and the modalities I've used to help me overcome them. Back in episode 11, I shared the story of how I suddenly developed a fear of skiing and how much that was affecting our family ski trip every year. I tried something brand new to me back then called tapping or EFT, emotional freedom technique. I did this one-on-one in a Skype session with a practitioner. And in that session, I discovered the real hidden reason behind my fear. Once I tapped it out, it not only helped me on the slopes, but it helped me to find my voice and ask for what I need and want in my marriage. I called episode 11 EFT tapping part one, because I have a whole nother incredible story to share about how tapping helped me to overcome a deep fear I developed at age 14. I'm going to share about that in an upcoming episode. But first, let me tell you the incredible story of how I manifested my very first guest for the podcast. And not just any guest, but like a mega guest. (laughs) I woke up a few weeks ago and I did my morning meditation. And afterwards, I was thinking about my podcast and how it would be really cool if in season two, I actually interviewed experts and practitioners in the different modalities I've spoken about in all of these stories. And I'm not kidding you. A minute later, a YouTube notification flashed up on my phone. Well, I have all notifications for YouTube turned off to avoid the distractions, but every once in a while, one sneaks through. And when I have clicked through to see what it is, it's always just what I needed to see or hear at that time. So I saw this YouTube notification and I smiled and I clicked through and it was Brad Yates, my favorite YouTube EFT tapping dude, doing a super short video offering to be a guest on podcast. (laughs) I was like, what? I was just thinking of who to ask. And I would have never thought of Brad because, well, that's a very big ask for a new podcaster like me. But since he offered, I took him up on it and I reached out and he accepted. And there you go. That is just how the universe works. I was in total vibrational alignment after my meditation and just thinking about it attracted the opportunity like a magnet. You've got to love it. Brad Yates is known internationally for his creative and often humorous use of EFT, emotional freedom technique. He is the author of the best-selling children's book, The Wizard's Wish, 
co-author of the bestseller Freedom at Your Fingertips, and a featured expert in the film The Tapping Solution. And for those of you who've just done the annual World Tapping Summit, he was, of course, a part of that too. Brad has over 1,000 videos on YouTube that have been viewed over 32 million times, which is where I discovered him. Brad has a tapping video on his YouTube channel, Tapping with Brad, for everything. And I mean everything from tapping away fear, anxiety, overwhelm, to tapping to boost your immune system, to tapping on world peace and caring for rainforest and oceans. There really is a video for everything. And thankfully, one for feeling nervous about meeting somebody, which is the one I just did a few minutes ago. Let's see if it worked. Brad Yates, welcome to the Project Me podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Kelly. I'm very happy to be here. I, I just had a sense that, you know, I knew that you were going to start interviewing people. And I thought, well, I better put out something <laughs> letting her know that uh, that I'm available for this. Well, it worked. It absolutely worked. Thank you. Oh, it was so funny because I was telling my EFT practitioner, Zandra Spencer, that I was interviewing you for the show. And she's just such a huge fan. You're, you're who has inspired her to train in EFT. And I was telling her how, ner how nervous I was feeling and that, you know, I've never done an interview yet. And she goes, Oh, Brad will have a tapping video for that. <laughs> so, of course you do. So I'm tapping along to your video just a few minutes ago, and it's called Nervous About Meeting Someone. And it was so funny and surreal that you're asking me to imagine the person that I'm feeling nervous about meeting. I'm, I'm looking at you, and I'm like, but it's you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brad, now, because this is, what, this is what you were saying, I now believe that this will be a meeting of two magnificent people. I choose to enjoy the heck out of it, and I have cleared the way for this to be a gift for you, too. <laughs> and it already is. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Job well done. Okay, thank you. All right. Well, most of my Project Me tribe have heard me bang on about tapping for years, but there will also be plenty of people listening who have never heard of it. So if you don't mind, can we just go back to basics and can you just explain what EFT is and how it actually works? Yeah, certainly. So EFT is short for emotional freedom techniques, as you mentioned, and a lot of us also just call it tapping. And we are quite literally tapping with our fingertips on key places around our face and torso primarily. And for anyone who is new to EFT, I know that that might sound a little strange and it does look a little strange the first time you see it, but there's a very good reason why we do it. So it was first developed or discovered, I mean, this, this system in our body has been around, well, since human beings were created, but it was first used uh, in Chinese medicine uh, thousands of years ago in the system known as acupuncture. And there's a flow of energy through the body along these pathways called meridians. And when this energy is flowing naturally, we experience our natural state of health and well-being, physically and emotionally. And when this energy is stuck, then we don't feel so good. We don't think as clearly, we don't make the best choices, and that has unfortunate consequences. So the tapping procedure as we use it now was first developed by a psychologist, Dr. Roger Callahan. And he was working with a woman with a lifelong water phobia and was learning, he was expanding his horizons and was taking a class in acupressure. And she mentioned that the water phobia came up as a knot in her stomach. That's where she experienced the fear the most. And he thought, well, maybe we can do something about that. He'd learned that one of the points for the stomach meridian is right under the eye and he tapped there for a moment. And 
not only did the knot in her stomach go away, but the lifelong water phobia went away. <laughs> and he thought, wow, that's interesting. And started experimenting with other patients and found that different tapping points from the uh, acupuncture system were beneficial for different emotions. Some cleared up quickly, some took longer, but there was always some improvement. And so he developed this tapping process. And what we have also found is that it is a very powerful stress relief. So we have modern science validating this, showing that cortisol levels, one of the stress hormones, dramatically drops when we're doing the tapping. We have fMRI studies showing that stress activity in the brain, which you can see in the uh, fMRI, is reduced or, or eliminated. So while people have been tapping for a long time and saying, yes, I feel so much better, we also have this research validating that these changes are happening. That's amazing. I'm one of these people where if it works, it works. And I don't tend to kind of be like, oh, you have to prove it to me. But I think it is really good for people because there are plenty of people out there that are like, I just need to understand how this works. <laughs> so, you know, it is good to it, it is good for those people. Um, uh, what I, uh, what I absolutely love is how it is literally a tool at your fingertips that you can do it by yourself whenever you're feeling any kind of lower vibe emotion, like frustration or overwhelm or worry or fear, or insecurity, whatever it is. And you can raise yourself up a few vibrational notches in just a few short minutes. Yeah. There's a lot of great, there are a lot of great techniques for stress relief. Uh, you know, people say, well, you know, eat a healthier diet, get a good night's sleep, meditate and all these things. And those are all fantastic. And I recommend all of them in the moment that something stressful happens. It's very difficult to go back and eat a healthy diet the day before or get a better yeah. night's sleep the night before. Go and have a nap. Yeah. <laughs> you may not have the option to go and, and meditate or take a nap, as you said, mm -hmm. but fingertips are right there. And, and you can tap. And even if you don't know the words to say in that moment of stress, you don't need to come up with words because your body's already engaged in that. And the tapping will downregulate that stress response, sometimes profoundly and quickly. And sometimes it, it's just, a, you know, just taking the edge off, but any bit of relief is welcome. Yeah, I, I just love having it as kind of a tool in my toolbox where I pay so much attention to my emotions now. And if I'm ever just feeling something and I'm not even quite sure what it is, I just, you know, do the set point, you know, even though I'm feeling and I sort of just think about what it, how is it that I'm feeling? And if I'm not sure how I'm feeling, I'll say even even though I'm feeling like I don't even know exactly how I'm feeling, I love and accept myself. And then once I start tapping, it's almost like when I start, you know, hitting the different points in my face, I get to it. I get like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit of like low level anxiety over this or, oh, I'm feeling frustrated. And like the emotion comes through as I'm tapping. And then what I love is that, you know, I, I, I do what you know, you're meant to do, which is, you know, tap on the feeling the emotion first. And then when I kind of, you know, feel like I've come to terms with how I'm feeling, I then start the whole round again, only this time I'm giving myself like this positive pet talk. And by the end of it, I'm just like, huh, what was that all about? <laughs> and it's just, it's just such a great tool. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how it does that. And yeah, it's often like peeling the layers of the onion. So as we're tapping, we start to have more awareness of what's going on here. And I've been tapping with people and they'll say, well, I'm upset at this person and we'll just tap for a couple of points. And then it's like, oh no, it's what this person did reminding me of something that happened years ago. 
that I've been holding on to for all this time. And we tapped, it's like, oh, it wasn't even that. It was something even earlier than that. And it's because our our system is protecting us. There are things that we're not on that we're not comfortable looking at, whether it's how we're feeling or what we're thinking about. And part of our brain is like, can't deal with that. Just pay no attention. Don't, don't even look at that. And so yeah. we have a stress response that stops us from digging. And so we just kind of keep going, okay, I won't look at that and I'll just keep going straight ahead. And as we're tapping and we lower that stress, we feel greater freedom to say, okay, what is going on there? It is safe for me to look at this. It is safe for me to clear this out. So like if you've got you know, an, an attic and you can sense oh, there's something that doesn't smell right in the attic, but I, I, I'm just going to pretend that it's not there. And we go through our lives with this kind of off smell, but we just get used to it. And the tapping gives us permission to open up the, uh, the door to the attic and go in and go, okay, I'm going to start going through here and cleaning stuff out. And then we, then we've got it cleaned out and our lives improve because we are no longer tolerating this stench. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's the, that's the difference for me. And I can either do the tapping myself, which is like the tapping at my fingertips toolbox stuff I talked about, where it's like, I'm just feeling, you know, a bit of a low vibe emotion. And I want to bring myself out of it. But then I'm also learning to recognize when there are things in my life that could stem from something deeper, when it would really serve me to work with a practitioner. Um, and in those sessions, Oh my God, <laughs> the things that, that come out are just incredible. Like you said, a peeling of the onion layer where you think it's one thing and it turns out to be something that you just hadn't even imagined comes out instead. On our I'm own, we will avoid certain doors. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, then, and it's not because we're trying to protect ourselves. Something inside us says, oh, you know, you don't need to look in that door or door, what door? But when you're working with someone else, that person can say, I think there's a door there. I think we should open it. I think we should yeah. go through there. Yeah, that's the great thing about working with a qualified practitioner. Like you said, you're on your own, you're just not going to go down those doors. Do you warn your clients, by the way, to have a full-size box of tissues at the ready? Or do you think that's going to just scare them off from even booking a session with you? You know, it's funny. I've never thought to ask Bill that. When I, when I used to do sessions in person, I always had a box of tissues in my office right, right there handy. And and when I do live workshops, I always make sure there's a box of tissue somewhere handy. But uh, I haven't, I, I guess I just assume that when people are at home, because I do all of my sessions virtually now by, by phone. So I assume that they've got something nearby. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first time, it was I was completely unprepared because, like I said, it was this you know tapping on my fear of skiing and why is it that I used to be okay? I'm on the family ski holiday and now I'm terrified, and um, and so it was just me thinking I was having a session with someone to get over my fear of skiing a few days before we were about to head off on the ski trip and I didn't want to have that again, and so I was completely unprepared for the floodgates that opened. I mean, I was ugly crying. I mean, I was just Bleh, you know, and I had to you know I had to, I had to actually leave the room and go and get a, get the roll of toilet paper and come back. And I was just like, oh my God. I didn't know smock, I cared that smock. much about skiing. <laughs> it wasn't the skiing though, as exactly, you know, exactly. as you know. And so it, it was just, it was incredible how much you can get to the bottom of it and find out that it wasn't what you thought it was. Not only does it alleviate the problem that you came in there for, but it goes so much deeper than that and ends up like I know now why it's called emotional freedom technique, because you feel so free afterwards. Right, right. 
That's beautiful. I have been dying to ask you, have you ever done a tapping session with someone on a one-on-one session where you've, you wanted to go back to where the fear or the phobia stems from, and then you found that you've taken them into a past lifetime? Uh, not that I can recall. I, I started out as a hypnotherapist. Uh, well, I started as an actor, and then I became a hypnotherapist. And I had always been interested in past lives. And my first two clients were past life regression, which was very interesting. I, I had, there was no way of finding out, okay, were these real past lives? But for me, it, it didn't so much matter. It's like what, what happens is if that association helps with the present, then great. And whether, yeah. so whether it's actually clearing something up from a past life or clearing up something that the mind is using the idea of a past life as a metaphor in order to make sense of it or, or deal with it somehow was, wasn't as important. I mean, it's fascinating the idea of, of past lives. I just wasn't from, from those sessions, wasn't able to prove anything about that. I have at times while tapping talked about, okay, and now I'm clearing anything from my past that might be contributing to this, including anything from a past life. But I haven't had the experience of someone saying, oh, wow, I just, uh, well, actually, no, I think I have had someone say, I think it was something that uh, happened in a, in a previous life. I don't think it was something they discovered so much in that tapping around or as they had done some work, some past life work before Mm-hmm. and acknowledge that it was something that was coming from something they knew about. I don't remember now. It's, it was some time ago. No, it's interesting because before I've used, um, well, I've been in a transformational breathwork session and that has kind of taken me, you know, to what I feel was a past life. I hear what you're saying about never being exactly sure about these kind of things. I'm still being open-minded and open-hearted about it all. Um, but then my friend Anna had a session with Zandra and in that session unexpectedly because I don't think Zandra was expecting it either she did go back and it was like something you know from a past life that came out and it was just unbelievable so suddenly I was like wow because I've had you know uh, I've had tapping sessions before with somebody so I suddenly felt more open to that I think so when I did have my my session with Zandra which I'm alluding to is going to be in a future episode I went to a fear that I developed when I was a teenager and we were able to go back to the scene of exactly when it happened when I was a teenager nature and kind of rewrite the scene and all of that. But then something emerged right, right at the end of the session where I did feel like, oh, I'm going back to that scene again that happened in my transformational breathwork session. And I'm now feeling like this has come from that. So we ended up having a part two session. And in the second session, we kind of picked up where we left off and went straight into that. And it was unbelievable. I mean, it was like I saw this complete scene of how this fear, how it was repeating itself in this lifetime time. And it was just incredible. Afterwards, I felt so physically light afterwards, like I said, free, like I've dissolved something from my lineage forever. So this is a recent thing. And so I'm just I'm curious to know if if this is like a a usual thing with tapping or if this is just something that's that's just happened. I don't know. All kinds of things can happen during tapping. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Once you overcome something with tapping, can it still creep back in again? Or is it like once you've change the energy does it kind of transmute that energy completely it's hard to tell generally what we accept is that something that gets cleared is cleared but there may be many things that are similar so for instance 
like the fear of the, the fear that you had about skiing you found wasn't about skiing. I, I likewise had a, a fear of flying for a long time and had done tapping on it. And then it came back and someone said, flying isn't what you're afraid of. Mm. <laughs> and flying was just how uh, something was manifesting. We, we sometimes have pain points in our body where whenever something isn't going right, it's like, gee, I always get this, this pain in my, in my side. And even though there's nothing wrong, necessarily wrong with your side, it's just where the body says, okay, this is, this is where the alarm is. And so it may come up as a particular fear. So we may clear something that was manifesting as the pain in the side or the fear of skiing or flying or whatever it might be. But then something else comes up, something that hadn't been addressed, but it manifests as that same thing. It's like, oh, I still have this pain or this, I still have this fear but it's not the same thing that's there. Mm. It's just that, you know, it's, so if you imagine having a smoke detector and if you had a, in your house and you had a fire in your kitchen and the smoke detector in the hall goes off and you put out the fire in the kitchen, it's like, fine. But then there's a fire in the bathroom and the smoke detector goes off. It's like, oh, the smoke detector's going off again. That same smoke detector's going off. I thought I put that fire out, <laughs> but apparently, you know, just a different fire. <laughs> Little fires everywhere. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, a lot of the women, I've, I've got a membership club called Project We, where we come together and we talk about all sorts of amazing things. But one of the subjects that comes up a lot is this feeling of of not being good enough and the, the perfectionism in life. Um, we all suffer from that. I was definitely suffering from that this afternoon ahead of chatting to you. Now that I'm talking to you, I'm sure it was the tapping, Brad, but I've just, it feels so, so natural now. But earlier I was like, I've never, you know, I've never done something like this before and, you know, out of my comfort zone. And I realized it was the feeling of not being this, it not being good enough. I mean, people are enjoying my podcast and suddenly I'm going to be doing a different format. And what if it sucks and they don't like it? And there was the perfectionism angle of, you know, I'm getting so much better at perfectionism, but, you know, what if I stumble? What if I don't know what to ask him? What if there's a lull in the conversation? All that kind of stuff. And you very kindly said that you would take us on a round of tapping. And I wondered if we could actually tap on that, because I think that that would really help listeners. I don't know anybody that doesn't suffer sometimes from not feeling good enough or from perfectionism. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said. I'm getting better at perfectionism. Pretty soon I'll be perfect at it. <laughs> that is just, yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh as I can perfect my perfectionism. Yeah, absolutely. Just, and, I got to make a meme out of that. <laughs> <laughs> the old joke of, I used to be conceited, but now I'm perfect. <laughs> That's good too. <laughs> so yeah, it... This is probably the number one issue that comes up for most folks is feelings of not being good enough. And I, some years ago, it hit me, my real job is to teach people to love themselves more and really acknowledge how, how wonderful and awesome they are. And, you know, it's about being awesome and not perfect because everything is divinely imperfect and, and perfectly imperfect. And but but perfection as a as the concept that we look at it it's like there is no such thing there can be things that we proclaim as perfect but in terms of who we are as human beings it's like what is what does that even mean and has anyone achieved that and so allowing ourselves to go i i don't need to be perfect 
I just need to acknowledge that I'm awesome. So yeah, let's uh, let's do some tapping to to clear out those uh, to to disabuse ourselves of the misinformation about our inadequacies. Great. So uh, you know, I was I, I talk about the what I call the Michelangelo principle because Michelangelo said the statues were already there, perfect inside the marble. All I had to do was chip away what didn't belong to reveal the masterpiece inside. And to mm. me, that's uh, the perfect metaphor for what we're doing with the tapping work. It, everybody's awesome, but there's all this extra marble covering that awesomeness up. It's fear and doubt and insecurity and shame and all that stuff. So we're just uh, tapping that stuff away to reveal the masterpiece. So to begin with, uh, I'd like everyone to go ahead and close your eyes, take a deep breath in and hold it and let it go. Now, just breathing comfortably with your eyes closed, go ahead and allow yourself to be present. Just following your breath through your body. And just feeling what goes on inside and maybe even imagine looking at yourself in a mirror and say, I'm awesome. And just let that rattle around and notice on a scale of zero to 10, how true it feels. 10 being, well, of course, which your higher self already knows but allowing yourself to be aware of what uh, your human self thinks of that. And maybe even just saying, I am plenty good enough. Again, rate that on a scale of zero to 10. And don't judge yourself harshly if the number is lower than you were hoping it would be. Just allowing yourself to be aware of, okay, what am I telling myself as to why I can't feel it at 10? What are those things? So first allowing yourself to be aware of what you feel physically and or emotionally. And allow yourself to be aware of any thoughts, beliefs, or memories that might come up as to why you couldn't or shouldn't feel good enough. Why you couldn't or shouldn't acknowledge your awesomeness. Just allow yourself to be aware of that. Take another deep breath. Open your eyes. And I'll tell you uh, the points that we'll be tapping. And if you're not sure of where those points are, I'll, I'll guide you through where, where those points are the first time. And just tap each of these points and then repeat back the, uh, the phrases that I say. So the first thing is taking your uh, index and middle finger and the, the fingertips of those fingers of your dominant hand and gently tapping on the edge of your opposite hand so if you were to imagine uh, being in a karate class and chopping boards, that, that edge of your hand between your wrist and your pinky, just gently tap in there and say, even though I doubt that I'm good enough, I choose to love and accept myself. Even though I doubt that I'm good enough, I choose to love and honor myself. Even though I doubt that I'm good enough. And the idea that I'm awesome feels like a bridge too far right now. Because part of me is saying, who are you kidding? And even though I doubt that I'm good enough, 
I choose to deeply and completely love, honor, and accept myself. And maybe anyone who has contributed to this doubt. Because I choose to be that free. I'm going to tap on the eyebrow point. So this is right at the eyebrow, just right near the middle of your face uh, on either side. And say, all this doubt about being good enough. Following your eyebrow out to the corner of your eye, right there, tap your eye. All this doubt that I'm good enough. Following the edge of your eye socket to right under the middle of your eye. Part of me says I'm not good enough. Right under your nose, just above your upper lip. Part of me definitely says I'm not awesome. Right under your lower lip, just above your chin, tapping right there. It's hard to imagine that I'm awesome. The next point is the collarbone point. And if you feel where your collarbones just about come together, there's a little bit of a U-shape at the base of your throat. And you can uh, go ahead and make a fist and tap right where the collarbones just about meet. All this doubt about being awesome. Next point is about four inches below your armpit. It's right about bra strap level. And I'm sure even the guys can figure out where that is. And tapping there with all of your fingertips and say, all this doubt that I'm awesome. And finally, right at the top of your head, using all of your fingertips and tapping around the crown of your head and say, all of this doubt that I'm good enough. Back to the eyebrow point. Part of me says, out of the eye. I shouldn't feel that I'm good enough. Under the eye. And I certainly shouldn't feel that I'm awesome. Under the nose. I can't believe that I'm awesome. Under the mouth. And maybe I have all kinds of evidence. Collarbone to prove that I'm not awesome. under the arm. Part of me has all kinds of examples. Top of the head of things that I've done. Eyebrow point or things that I have failed to do. Sad AI. And that's all proof that I'm not good enough. Under the eye. And I choose to give myself permission. Under the nose. To see that that's a misinterpretation. Under the mouth. I've been good enough since I was created. Collarbone. I have been awesome since I was created. under the arm and the past does not prove otherwise. 
top of the head. In fact, some of those things that I did or failed to do eyebrow point, was because I was doubting that I was good enough. Side of the eye. It might have been different if I had known then that I was awesome. Out of the eye. And part of me has always known that I'm awesome. Under the nose. Otherwise, I wouldn't be tapping on my face right now. under the mouth. I've manifested this opportunity to remind myself of the truth. Collarbone. And maybe people have lied to me. Under the arm and told me that I wasn't good enough. Top of the head. That was a misunderstanding. eyebrow point. And I'm clearing out all those old misunderstandings. Side of the eye so that I can remember the truth. Under the eye that I am awesome. Under the nose that I am plenty good enough. Under the mouth. Sometimes I worry about being perfect. collarbone. And that's just because I was doubting I was good enough. Under the arm and feeling like I had to overcompensate. Top of the head, but I don't need to be perfect. Eyebrow point, because I'm already awesome. Side of the eye. And the more I acknowledge that, under the eye, the more obvious it'll be to other people. Under the nose. And the more I acknowledge my own awesomeness, under the mouth, the more I can see it in others. Collarbone. And the more I can help them see it in themselves. Under the arm. So it's a total win-win situation. top of the head. I appreciate that part of me. Eyebrow point. That was doubting that I was good enough. Side of the eye, believing that that was necessary. Under the eye, believing that that somehow protected me. Under the nose, but I've outgrown that now. under the mouth, and I'm allowing myself to acknowledge the truth. Collarbone, the truth that I am awesome. Under the arm, I am acknowledging my awesomeness. Top of the head, in body, mind, and spirit. Take a deep breath. Close your eyes, go inside.
thinking about yourself, again, maybe looking in the mirror if you were doing that before and say, I'm good enough. Rate that on a scale of zero to 10. And then say, I'm awesome. And rate that on a scale of zero to 10. And hopefully that number has come up. For some of you, it may have come way up. For some, it may just be a slight increments, but you, as we are saying, it's like peeling the layers of the onion. So you may be more aware of, oh, I remember this thing that happened in the third grade where I got a bad grade and the teacher said, well, obviously you don't try hard enough or you're not good enough or something that I interpreted as meaning I'm not good enough. And I've been dealing with that for all these years. And that person's not the authority figure. That <laughs> was something, you know, I may not have done well enough on that test, but it doesn't mean that I'm not good enough. And we clear that misinformation out and then you set yourself free to live at a different level. That was absolutely beautiful. Yes, you <sighs> Oh my goodness. I'm feeling... 20 out of 20 on awesome and good enough. <laughs> now you're getting closer to the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We Thank are magnificent you so much. Children of the universe and uh, yeah. created, you know, as magnificent. That's what I love. I love it when you say that in your videos. I'm just like, yes. <laughs> and it's, and, 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 and folks would be actually be tapping collarbone just for a moment acknowledging your awesomeness is not arrogant or conceited. Arrogance is when we try to say we're better than other people to try to make ourselves look better. But that comes from doubt. When we truly acknowledge our awesomeness, we see it in other people. It's not about being better than anybody else. And so then it's not arrogant or conceited. I love that. I don't want to interrupt if we're still supposed to be doing something. Okay. <laughs> um, Just wanted to make that point in case anyone had that thought of, well, but it's arrogant. It's like, no, no, it's not. Yeah, that's such a good point. It's such a good point. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What a gift. Thank you so much. I just feel like I cannot even believe I just got a private one-on-one -on -one with Brad, like, <laughs> and I got to share it with my whole tribe, which is so great. <laughs> well, and I greatly appreciate the opportunity to share this work with more people. So thank you for that. And thank you for what you're doing to be of assistance to other people. Thank you, Brad. All right. Well, everybody, if you want to find Brad, you can go to tapwithbrad.com. And you can also go to Brad's YouTube channel, which, why am I spacing out on what it's called? I'm there all the time, Brad. Tapping with Brad. <laughs> yeah. Tap with Brad on all the social media platforms. Yeah, exactly. Is there anything else that you want to share? Is there anything coming up that you're, that you're doing or you want to tell us about? I'm doing a Freedom to Succeed challenge coming up uh, March 15th. Ooh. And uh, that's a that's a free week long challenge with live presentations. And there's always something going on, but you can always find out about those at Tap with Brad. Oh, great. Okay, well, I'll pop a link to that. That'll be perfect timing for when the podcast episode comes out. So great. Okay, Brad, well, thank you so, so much. And you have an awesome day. Thank you. You too. 
Thanks for listening to the Project Me podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I have to say, Brad made me feel so at ease. And after we finished the recording, we turned on our cameras to say hi. And he was just so encouraging. We stayed on for another few minutes and had such a fun extra talk. What a super generous, genuine, heart-centered person he is. Do follow Brad on Instagram and Facebook. He's at Tap with Brad and tell him what you thought. And of course, I'll love to hear too. On Instagram, I'm at Kelly Project Me. And on Facebook, I'm Project Me Kelly P. Or you can drop me an email, hello at myprojectme.com. I would love to be alongside you as you create your own Project Me. Project We is my online membership club for women who would love to surround themselves with a supportive, positive community. I run challenges, and this month is a health challenge to get up to date with all medical and dental checkups, smear test, breast check, blood pressure, any of the screenings, everything just to make sure that you're in tip top shape. We will hold you accountable for any aspect of your health that needs some extra focus. And we have a special guest for our Zoom meetup this month. Dr. Angela Close is running a workshop called Self-Compassion, a Transformational Practice. If you've ever noticed an inner bully pop up as self-doubt or imposter syndrome, and I don't know anyone who doesn't experience this, this workshop will help you to bounce back from insecurities or perceived failures with greater ease and inner strength. Go to myprojectme.com and head to the Courses and Workshops tab for Project We. And I have found out that the Project Me podcast is in the top 2.5% of all podcasts globally. And that is thanks to you for listening. I appreciate that so very much. Be sure to subscribe to the Project Me podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. And I'm always so grateful for your lovely reviews and shares. Until next time, open your mind, open your heart, and stay curious. We all need some space in our lives for the magical and unknown.